Are we ready for the end of the world? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Hey. It's a nice day for it. Yeah. I mean, that's what um, Native Americans say when it's a good day. They say, today is a good day to die. Yes. <laughs> so. And, you know, I had, I had fun last night with friends. I woke up this morning to a bright and sunny day. So, if it's got to end any day, today is a decent one. A decent? It has to be a good day to die. Okay, it's a good day to die. I could think of, like, I could plan out an excellent day to die. Oh, well, yeah, you could plan it out, but that doesn't work usually. I mean, you have to, like, just be prepared. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, if you need to work your life that you are prepared pretty much any day. I mean, you will always have regrets if you died that day. Otherwise, you know, you're suicidal. <laughs> but yeah. you want to say, you know, I have my life in order, and, you know... Anyway. Live every day as though it were <laughs> Why are we talking about... It's a sunny day. Why are we talking yes. about death? <laughs> anyway, because that's the day to talk about it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Today is Friday. Did Friday, you know that? yes. May 16th, the 137th day of 2008. Ah. It's getting close to halfway through, it seems like, huh? Yep, almost time for the halftime intermission. Not quite. There are still <laughs> 229 days left of the year. Don't get all excited. Anyway, today in history... In 1868, the Senate failed by one vote to convict President Andrew Jackson as it took its first ballot on the 11 articles of impeachment against him. <laughs> and why is that? For me, that's critical because um, Andrew Jackson actually w went against the Supreme Court and created a forced removal of, the, of Indians, Native Americans, rounded them up all over the southeast and created the Oklahoma Territories, the, you know, Indian Territory, yeah, and um, actually illegally rounded them up. He just, the Supreme Court said no, and he's like, well, I'm the president, and he ordered the troops to round them up. Why? Well, because we found gold. Yes, because he's a naughty guy. Yeah. So if one more person had showed up to Congress that day, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, they might have gotten him. And in 1988, the Supreme Court did something bad. They ruled that police can search discarded garbage without a search warrant. <laughs> so, your trash is somebody else's treasure. So, And that's why God invented shutters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in, also in 1988, the Surgeon General released a report declaring nicotine was addictive in ways similar to heroin and cocaine. Uh. And then in one year ago... Yes, that is history. Anti-war Democrats in the Senate failed in an attempt to cut off funds for the Iraq War. Britain's army reversed course and announced that Prince Henry would not be sent to Iraq with his regiment due to specific threats from insurgents. And the British Prime Minister Tony Blair paid a farewell visit to President Bush at the White House. Farewell visit? Huh. <laughs> um, yeah, we are almost there. Yes. <laughs> it's almost so. time for farewell to Bush. <laughs> so. I wonder if people have big parties, you know, on the day of the inauguration. Not not parties for whoever the new uh, president is going to be, but just parties that Bush is going away. Farewell. Well, I've seen these countdown timers. Have <laughs> yeah. you ever seen one of those? I have. You I should put one on my website. <laughs> you can get a wristwatch one. You can get uh, website ones. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the problem is, is pe people think because they can vote 
they'll just wait. Yeah. And I think that, off the top of my head, I forget who said this quote, but voting is the opiate of the masses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and literally, I mean, if we didn't say, oh, you know, in a year we can vote them out, we'd vote them out now. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. What do we, this is too nice of a day to talk nice about death day. and politics. Yeah. <laughs> so, today is bike to work day. And I want to know, did you bike to work? Or did you know that today was Bike to Work Day? Uh, I bike to work. If by work you mean the radio show. Yeah. You calling this work? <laughs> this is work and play. Yeah, this is playful work. All right. So, um, and May has actually been National Bike to Work Month since 1956. Oh, wow. That's older than me. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> um, old enough to be my parents. National Bike to Work Day. <laughs> month. <laughs> Bicycles to take center stage with weekend events. There's Bike to Work Day today. And if you go to the downtown Town Square Pavilion, there will be a light lunch and musical entertainment. But the best part? Trophies for people who rode their bike to work. (laughs) Ah. It will be recognition. And this is Carbondale's sixth annual Bike to Work Day. Yes. (laughs) So they got a few years to go to hit the Bike to Work month. But they're building up to yeah. it, I'm sure. A gift certificate and um, a trophy, and then of course the organization or business that boosts boasts the most employees on two wheels will also be honored. Bicycling will end the work week and kick off the weekend with the fourth annual beautiful Southern Ride Early Saturday. Rides for cyclists, including a 15 mile ride for families, a 30 mile ride, and a 62 mile ride. Participants launch from the Carbondale Middle School on Graden Avenue and embark on routes that take them along flatlands and the hills of the beautiful Shawnee National mm-hmm. Forest. Um, registration is from 7 to 9 a.m. on this Saturday at the school, which is, again, the Carbondale Middle School on Grand Avenue. There is an entry fee, but all the money is raised to benefit the Carbondale's Boys and Girls Club. If you want more information about this, go online to carbondalebreakfastrotary.org slash bikeride.html. Or just show up tomorrow morning from 7 to 9 a.m., register at the school, and ride your heart out. Now, I suppose you could just ride, but the idea is you register, you will get recognition for riding, and, well you'll support the Boys and Girls Club. Yeah, supports the Boys and Girls Club and shows just how many people were uh, riding. And the most important thing is for people who aren't used to riding 62 miles or 30 miles or even 15 miles, all the routes will be be sagged, which means if you sag off your bike, well, (laughs) basically there's a a vehicle following. Yeah. And so at any moment you could, you know, jump in the vehicle. Yeah, so if you're 30 miles out and you get tired or gets, you know, like you need water, it'll be there for you. And the <laughs> and there will be also mechanics available too. So um and there will be two water and drink stations. So they're not going to just say go out there and <laughs> take it on. Um there are people who ride, you know, 62 miles every day. They Yeah. I see them drive past my house cuz my house is on the route. <laughs> so guess what? you might get to drive past my house if you take the 62-mile route. <laughs> so, And it is along the wine trail, through the woods and the hills. 
So you could have a refreshing beverage as you bicycle <laughs> <laughs> through the country. <laughs> Not too refreshing because you can get arrested for drinking and driving on a bicycle, too. Oh, yeah, you can. Well, good, good anything. Week. Lawnmower, bicycle. Yeah. Um, skateboard. <laughs> so. There's an article in today's A Southern Illusion under the local section. Um, preserving Bucky's Dome. And basically it's talking about... It's been six years since the non-for-profit organization formed to preserve the original dome home of Bucky and Ann Fuller designed and built to their specifications in 1960 when Buckminster Fuller arrived here as SIUC's design department's first research, research professor. But the neighbors around the area want to know, you know, what's happening with the dome because it's taken a long time to, well, preserve it. Yeah. There's been basically a plastic kind of greenhouse dome over it to protect it it is on historical status but um you know it's not they haven't actually started restoring it because they well they've been having a hard time getting enough money yeah it costs a lot of money to preserve something as weird <laughs> and unique as well an original bucky dome so um and I think their what are their website is Bucky'sDome.org. dot org. Ah, I oh. think it is. We so can check on that for you. Yeah. Oh well, we're wired and cooked to. So. Yes, Bucky'sDome.org. <laughs> in other happenings, the Green Festival is this weekend in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about this because um, my my family actually went to it. I think last year, like, and they were they were. They're kind of disappointed that I'm going to be up there visiting, but it's not going to be during the Green Festival. It's going to be just after. So if I could have scheduled differently, I could have gone, and then we'd go to the Green Festival. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Um, but for those who are going to be in the Chicago area this weekend... Yeah, there's three of them a year. San Francisco, Chicago, and Washington, D.C. <laughs> and it's uh, Co-op America puts it on, and it has, well, everything to do with green... A lot of green lifestyle stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I haven't actually looked at the list of vendors and stuff, but I know it's a tremendous, tremendous list of different vendors, and they're nationwide. You know, they usually the ones in San Francisco, they go to Chicago and do it. You know, go to Chicago and do it also, you know. So um, I think I should have... Next year, I think I'll send them a request to be a speaker as part of Oil Addicts Anonymous International. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Yeah, because, I don't know. That'd be fun. You've never seen one of my talks, The 12 Steps of Oil Addicts Anonymous? Uh, no, I've heard bits and pieces of it in person, but yeah. you know, I've never seen the actual yeah, talk. Well, go to oiladdicts.org. <laughs> um, no, iamanoiladdict.org. Yes. <laughs> and see, but both, both the websites are the same. You know, there's oiladdict.org and there's iamanoiladdict.org. But by going to iamanoiladdict, you're admitting it. First yeah. step. <laughs> that is the that's, first step. That's Well, it's not the first step. That's by admitting it, then you can proceed to the 12 steps. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I, uh, I, although I don't use oil for a vehicle, uh, I admit that I'm an oil addict because my food comes to me via oil. Yeah. Comes, food comes from a long ways away a lot of times. Other happenings. Yes, other happenings. Here's, I like this one, the uh, 
the Sierra Club Shawnee Group. They're having a family hike for families of all ages. This is at the Cache River and Heron Pond area. That's coming up this Saturday at 9 a.m. That is tomorrow morning. Yes, tomorrow. The sun will come out tomorrow, and so will the hikers. <laughs> they will be driving to the Cache River area and Heron Pond to complete a short hike, followed by a visit to the Interpretive Center. This outing is intended for families of all ages, but everyone is welcome. Bring a picnic lunch. Call Shelby to RSVP and receive further details at 303-1984. So you might see some herons. It says Heron Pond. Yes. Those those things are immensely graceful considering how gawky and... Yeah. <laughs> you know... They're funny. They're like they're walking around on stilts or something. And yeah. They're kind of awkward, but... It's like <laughs> they fly extremely graceful. Yeah, like, their feet are way behind them, but they can use them to like steer themselves. <laughs> yeah, it's like a rudder. It's like a rudder. <laughs> yeah. So, um, next Wednesday, which is May twenty-first, seven to nine thirty p.m., the principles of spiritual healing presented by Ali Asan, holistic health researcher and new thought healer from the Diami Health Center in Carbondale. There will be a question and answer session and refreshments. The location is at Susan Fehrenbacher's 704 West Elm Street in Carbondale. Please call Ollie at 618-698-8001 for more information and to RSVP. What does RSVP stand for? Uh, Respondez s'il vous plaît. Really? Respond if you please. (laughs) See? (laughs) <laughs> I've wondered that for a while, and I knew it meant something like that. Yeah. But I've tried to figure it out in English. Yeah, they That's probably like, they probably originally would say the whole thing in, you know, but then because Americans didn't know English, they just shortened it to RSVP. Yeah, <laughs> RSVP. Res- Responde s'il vous plaît. Yes, it's French. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So bye. My, my brother would probably give me a thumbs up for remembering that one. Yeah. Although I'll probably get a B minus for pronunciation. <laughs> So let's see. Oh, I'm actually going to jump back in time on the happening scale. Ooh. Because we forgot to mention the uh, free film Fridays at the Big Muddy IMC. What is it? Big big issues on the big screen at yes. the Big Muddy IMC. Yes, the Big Muddy IMC. Big issues on the big screen. It's exciting stuff. And this week is going to be especially exciting. And Why do you say this week? It's this evening. Yeah, well, this evening. <laughs> this week's film, which is showing this evening. And for everybody who forgot... It is Friday, so Free Film Fridays. I said that phonetically. Yes, you did. All these years you've gotten the practice now. <laughs> well, tonight. Yes. Uh, and tonight uh, they're, they're showing a movie, I believe it's called Global Warming or Global Hoax. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, you believe it? It might be a hoax. See, it I, might not be I'm really sure being that's shown. The title. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, there's debate over whether or not to show this film because it's, you know, it, it's believed to be, you know, a propaganda piece by the oil industry. Oh, really? Yeah, but, but you know, there are people who believe that global warming is a hoax, and you know, we want to have a discussion of that, you know, the the pro, the con. So they're going to have a showing of the film at 7 p.m. at 2:14. So you're Washington. showing a film that shows that global warming is a hoax. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Balanced See, IMC. Yeah, exactly. Because someone posted that, and then someone else was like, "Oh, this is just 
we don't like this movie. This is a bad movie. And I was hey, it starts a discussion. <laughs> yeah, it started a discussion, and I was like, well, if, if there's someone who believes this, and there's this much discussion over it, we should show it. We should talk about it. I personally, you know, think the movie itself is a hoax. <laughs> but then we can have free if it's discussion. a hoax, you might get there, and there might be no movie. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm, I'm curious to see. Like, I've read websites and such. I'm curious to sit down and watch a whole movie explaining why it's a hoax and then make my decision. I think I know what my decision is going to be. <laughs> well, we'll, I mean, we'll see. To open be, minds. Yeah, open minded. I mean, if you are truly open minded, you will listen to bo- both sides of an issue. Yeah, so. Don't just always <laughs> be stuck. Because how do you expect someone else to be open minded if you are not? Yeah, so, so we'll find out next week if I still believe in human generated global climate change <laughs> so that's this evening yes this evening at 7 p.m at 214 north washington in carbondale will do the big muddy imc next thursday may 22nd from 5 30 to 5 30 to 8 p.m connecting with the future of energy series this one will be called energy sustainability presented by donald f fournier building research console from the University of Illinois at Champaign-Urbana. This is held at the Dunn-Richmond Economic Development Center at 150 Pleasant Hill Road. Now, you must contact Tammy Kirk at 998-0970 to RSVP or Tammy Kirk at mantroncon.org. We're just going to have happenings this time. We yeah, have that's all happenings. Yeah. Is this the last happening? Oh, yeah. We do have one more here. Uh, it's the uh, Carbondale Interfaith Council. That's coming up uh, Thursday, May 22nd at 7 p.m. It's the Carbondale Interfaith Council. They meet monthly, and this one is going to be at the Congregation Beth Jacob. That's at 904 uh, North Norwest Lane. For more information on those meetings and that group you can go to www.cdaleinterfaith.org I think interfaith dialogue is a good thing yeah see you being open minded yes it's like so our top story people people didn't think we'd get to the stories because you know this is a happening town and hey wait a second I'm talking and we still didn't get to the stories but here it is this is an important one threat laid bare Polar bears threaten, but drilling in their habitat still okay, says Interior. Polar bears are a threatened species, Interior Secretary Dirk Kempthorne announced Wednesday, but that doesn't mean we can't still drill in their habitat. The threatened designation means the bear could become endangered if adequate conservation steps aren't taken. It puts polar bears on the endangered species list, but in fact allows the Interior Department to pick and choose which protections to impose. Interior made clear that these protections will, quote, allow continuation of vital energy production in Alaska. While the polar bear is being listed specifically because climate change is melting its habitat, the department also took pains to point out that the listing, quote, should not open the door to use of the Endangered Species Act to regulate greenhouse gas emissions from automobiles, power plants, and other sources, end quote. That is very specific. Yes. <laughs> it's like, basically they're saying, the polar bear is threatened, but it's not because of climate change. <laughs> right? Yeah. I they're, mean... They're, they're doing a linguistic dance here that... <laughs> yeah. 
Um, in fact, the department plans to propose modifying the regulatory language of the ESA, um, the Endangered Species Act, to, quote, prevent abuse of this listing to erect a backdoor climate policy, end quote. See, see I thought it was, since the polar bear is threatened by climate change, I thought it was more of a front door <laughs> uh, climate policy. And so straight to the source, well, directly from the Department of Interior's press release. Yeah, so, so. they're doing a little dance there where they're saying, okay, the polar bear is being listed for climate change, but this shouldn't advance further climate change laws, and it shouldn't stop us from endangering the polar bear with drilling. <laughs> it's like, okay, you live in an interesting world there where that logic makes sense. <laughs> okay, so we've got time for another story, right? Yeah. In today's news, show them that you car. Obama talks up green while courting manufacturers. Barack Obama courted manufacturers in Michigan Wednesday, touting proposals to boost both green energy and the auto industry. He talked up a plan to auction carbon credits and use the funds to boost clean technology and in turn green jobs, and said he would help the U.S. auto industry get back on its feet while encouraging investment in hybrids, electric vehicles, and other fuel-efficient cars. Quote, I don't think that we need to give up on manufacturing, he told the Detroit Free Press. We need to find new sources of manufacturing jobs. And I think creating green energy jobs and helping the auto industry to retool, those are all areas with enormous promise. Obama's speech excited some in Silicon Valley who are anxious to see more government backing for clean tech enterprises. Straight to the source, Detroit Free Press and the Boston Globe. I'll read the headline, War and Peeves. The U.S. fails to be climate leader because of war, says Obama. The war in Iraq is one reason the U.S. is such an environmental laggard, Barack Obama said in a CNN interview on Thursday. Quote, I think the way we have run this war in Iraq has led us to ignore the critical needs for us to focus on a sound energy policy in this country, Obama said. Now I have, um, let's see, where is it? Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Did you... I, in case people didn't notice, Mother's Day has happened and come, and now we don't have to care about mothers anymore. <laughs> it's just like there's one day a year you have to think about your mother, and that's it. Hmm. Well, so says Hallmark. So says Hallmark. Some of us say every day is Mother's Day. Now, <laughs> despite its bad rep as a Hallmark holiday, Mother's Day has sig historic significance that predates the sappy greeting cards, flowers, and candies. Did you know that during the American Civil War, social activist Julia Ward Howe organized it as a way to unify women against war and promote nonviolence? I actually didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, that's the, that's the history of Mother's Day. Yeah, you know how I know about that? Because my mother taught me about that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, please honor the day's original mission, mission and say, Thanks, Mom! I'm against war, and I don't like nonviolence. No, you do like nonviolence. <laughs> <laughs> don't like violence. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mom always said, don't hit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't hit each other. Yeah. And that, that lesson still applies when you're grown up and you've got bigger things than your fists to throw around. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't throw that bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Um, 
I had a little hard time yesterday because I went to install a solar system and it started pouring rain. It's kind of hard to install solar when it's raining. Yeah. Um, so once it dries out, I guess I'll finish that solar system. I, like God, take Sunday off. <laughs> so, um, what else you got to say? I'll see you again next week. Remember to send your happenings. Um, apparently we have a lot of happenings and it's taken up more than half the show, so you don't have to send your happenings. <laughs> but if you want to, if you're really excited and you want to be sure your event happens, we'll do our best to get to it. The happening guys here like to know about your happenings and let the public know. Yes. <laughs> Info at yourcommunityspirit.org is my email. And mine is treesong at treesong.org. We'll see you again next week. How will we see them? <laughs> uh, we'll see a lot of them, but I, I see people who listen to the <laughs> show. But they will hear us. Oh,